What's going on, guys? It's Robert here. Hey, what's up? It's Chance here. Cigar Gospel Podcast. First episode. This this episode will kind of be more or less about who we are, our backgrounds, things like that, where y'all kind of get to know us, you know? Yeah. Some people may not have the time to watch a video, so just audios, kind of. Me, personally, I like podcasting. Oh, I love podcasts, man. I... If I'm not listening to an audio book on the way to work, it takes me about 40 minutes to get to my job, I'm listening to a podcast. If you're curious to know what podcast I listen to, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, now I listen to, if I'm either cigar YouTube videos that I'm watching, so I'm constantly seeing new stuff and learning. I listen to podcasts on MMA, pro wrestling, um, different sports, mainly just sport podcasts, honestly. Uh and then audiobooks. What about you? What type of podcast you listen to? Man, really? Honestly, man, I like I do I've listened to some MMA podcasts. Um, I like to really listen to like kind of life advice podcasts sometimes, you know. I'm twenty eight years old, man. I could use some life advice. <laughs> yeah. I listen to Joe Rogan for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Alright guys, well, we're gonna kinda let Chance introduce himself, who he is. Things like that, get to know him, and then we'll transition into me. So I'm 26, or 25, I'll be 26 on February 7th. Um, I've been smoking for a few years now. I was introduced by a co-worker. He just had cigars at all times. We couldn't smoke on the job site out there. So uh, he would just chew on them all day. Just be sitting at the warehouse on the computer with a cigar in his mouth, just chewing on it. And then he would just cut the end off and light it up on his way out of the job so mm-hmm. one day I asked him about cigars and he wrote me a list of hit top 10 for me to go try and I got as many of those as I could start smoking and there were some that were too strong at the time and some that were okay but that was his personal top 10 some of the cigars that came out of that were really good that introduced me to um, other cigars that I really enjoy now none of those cigars are in my top 20 now but they open the doors for me, and uh, it's a very pleasant experience. And it's interesting to know everybody's different cigar lists and taste buds. Everyone smokes multiple different top ten cigars and stuff. Uh, it all ranges. Like what mine might be, someone else will enjoy, but it might not be their top ten as well. Yeah. And but other than that, and my cigar, I've been smoking for three years. Uh, I'm 26. Or I already said that. Uh, I'm an EMT basic. I work with Robert here. We're both first responders in emergency medical services. He was my mentor and trainer. That's how we kind of met through my father, who was uh, who works there as well for since I was born. So I was brought up into it. Robert was brought up into first responding as well. It's just a part of like our DNA. So uh, I really love my job and what I do, and it's nice to be able to help people. And then when I'm not running calls, I'm smoking cigars at work. It's kind of mm-hmm. what my daily life's like. I got... Two dogs and three wonderful cats with my wonderful, beautiful girlfriend, Casey. Um, nice. Shared, you know, great life together for the last five years, and I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Um, so my, if I'm not smoking cigars, I'm probably hanging out with her and my animals or outside with her. She, I got her into trying some cigars recently, and it's been a great experience to sit outside with your significant other and just... Uh, 
smoke cigars and have these great conversations or read together, whatever it may be. It's been really pleasant lately for that. Yeah. What about you? Well, um, people that don't know me, my name is Robert Viasana, 28 years old. I do identify as a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm married to a beautiful wife. Um, her name is Diana. Um, we got married... We got married in November of 2018, so if my wife hears this, she'd probably be pretty upset. I don't remember the amount of years we've been married, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been married since, and it's been a great marriage. I am born and raised originally in a small town in Texas called Bowling. Um, started there. My dad, he was always a fireman, and um, brought me into it as a young kid, so um, fireman joined at the age of 18 and um, I'd been doing firefighting for a while uh, after I graduated high school I decided that you know what I want to do this as a career so I'm going to go ahead and take that jump so I went ahead and started the junior college did the EMT program finished that up and decided you know what I'm going to go all the way through do my paramedic and everything so I did that and ended up working for a couple of EMS services around the area. Um, and then I ended up here in West Columbia, Texas, where I current, currently live at now. Um, so I've worked worked with your dad, man. I don't know. I've worked with him in a couple of different services, too. But uh, Chance here actually introduced me to cigars probably four or five months ago. And um, he brought me to, I think the first one he brought me was a Padromo. Champagne. Champagne, yeah, that was it. I looked at it and I was like, why is it in a yellow wrapper? It's <laughs> like, man, is this a bubblegum cigar or what? He's always talking about cigars and I always thought they were bad for you, you know? But uh, anyways, we lit it up. He showed me the, the right way on how to smoke a cigar and all the techniques and things. And that was really nice. We sat out there for an hour, talked. I built a friendship out of it. And ever since then, man, I've just been smoking cigars since. Had a lot of good ones. There's been a few that I really haven't favored, but over time, you you know, my palate's changing, so I am enjoying more and more. Back to my home life. I got two uh, dogs. I got um, actually have a thing for weenie dogs. So I got two wiener dogs. Proper term is Dodson's, but... Two winter dogs, a wife, no kids yet. Maybe in the future, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my life. I, aside from that, I work. Um, I, I work with Chance and them. Kind of do the education portion at work. Um, but it's nice to be able to have something at work with a job like that that's so stressful just to be able to chill relax, take an hour out of your day and say, hey, I'm going to smoke this cigar and try to enjoy it. Every now and then we get interrupted by calls, but you know, that's the name of the game. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're right now, we're smoking on a, uh, a CLE 25th anniversary. We actually uh, attended uh, the CLE event. When was it? Like a week ago? Yeah. Something like that. Had the pleasure, if, if you guys don't know who CLE is, uh, we had the pleasure of meeting Christian. How do you say his last name? Eroa. Eroa. <clears throat> so we had the pleasure of meeting him over at a cigar event in uh, Rosenberg. Uh, 
Richmond. Or Richmond, I'm sorry. And uh, so we went in and I haven't personally smoked any CLE, but I think you have, right? I had a few. They had came last year, but I didn't stay for the event, but they had a special going on. So as I was walking out, I had grabbed CLE Habano and, man, I don't know the name. It starts with the A. A, the, the dark one? Yeah, it's his version of a Maduro, but it's unique, so it has a different name. It's like AZ something. Is that the one with the Cameroon wrapper? No, okay. no, that's the Signature Series and uh, the first 20. But I had smoked those two, and I had really enjoyed them. I actually had bought a few more Habanos after that, and I would smoke those more as daily smokes because they're only seven fifty at the time. Yeah. But then I just stopped smoking them. I love to try... Cigars, so I just constantly go and they have different stuff. So I usually don't smoke the same thing very many times. Yeah, my humidor usually will have a few items that are always there, but a lot of the times it's different cigars each time. But when I smoke these CLEs, I now that I've been smoking longer a year later, I just appreciate them so much more. And I bought many at the event, and that's the only thing I've been smoking for the last week. And I've really grown to love the brand. For one, it's super affordable. Yeah. His eleven eighteen size is unique. I think it's like a forty eight green gauge to a fifty two in the middle, and then to a forty six. I I don't really know, but it's three different sizes because uh, it, it's got a little belly in the middle. Yeah. Um, I know he said he created it for that's his mom's birthday. I think mm-hmm. November eighteenth, and they were trying to. Um, make a cigar that if there was no wrapper on someone couldn't throw fake cigars in there and sell it as CLE yeah so he made a unique size that you couldn't uh imitate or copy necessarily because you didn't know what it was um at the time when he invented the size for it so I think that's pretty interesting to know that he did that that way he could make a wrapperless cigar at the time and no one could counterfeit it you know Mm -hmm. they had to buy a CLE you would know and you do know because it has that weird belly shape almost out of nowhere. That would be hard to do. But um, yeah, I love CLEs. They're very good. Almost all his cigars, though, are Corojo. That's what he's known for. He's a master of authentic Cuban C Corojo in Honduras. All his cigars are also Honduran Puros. I think, except like, I think the Connecticut just has an Ecuadorian wrapper, but everything else is, I think, Honduran Puro. Yeah. Um, and from my experience, you know, I always thought less of Honduran cigars, personally. Um, I just thought they were lighter, you know, not as good as like Nicaragua or Dominican Republic. Because I'm a Nicaraguan tobacco fan, first and foremost, due to the strength usually and the quality. But I love some Dominican too. Um, but now I appreciate the Honduran tobacco on a whole new level, yeah. you know. Because especially he did it great. And then I think Palencia did a Honduran tobacco with that... Uh, Kosher 146 or whatever. Oh, the Coseca. Coseca. Yeah, the 149. 149, yeah. yeah. That was a good cigar, and it was pretty strong. I didn't know strength like that came from Honduras. That was a Honduran one? I think it's from Honduras, yeah. Mm. But the CLEs, the Corojo, I never smoked that much Corojo. That I know of. And, uh, man, I really enjoy the Corojo, especially a Christian Mason. He knows what he's doing, Corojo. CLE is authentic Corojo. It's a Honduran mm. Puro, just like all his cigars are. Yeah, man. You tell them about the, the box press shape of these bad boys. So, yeah, we actually had the pleasure of uh, talking to Christian at this event. And uh, he actually, he came in. He actually flew down from Miami that day. and Flew himself. He, yeah, he, he flew, flew himself, himself is what we had. He was telling us he flew himself down from Miami, 
What a badass, right? I know. That's pretty cool. So we, uh, we're we talking to him. We're sitting there smoking, and um, he comes up and, you know, thanks us for coming to his event. And uh, we're talking to him, and he, he tells us, he said, you know, what is y'all's favorite cigar by me? And, you know, I was honest. I said, you know, Christian, I really haven't smoked much from you. And so we asked him, you know, what's your favorite? And one thing led to another, but... We got, uh, whenever I got selected the cigars that I wanted to purchase, I noticed he had a, I've seen quite a bit of box presses, but his box press is just so different. Like for me, it's almost like, like, I don't know. It's almost like a true, true box press because it looks square, really square on the bottom. And it's the wrapper looks different too. It's like a whole different texture to it. And I don't know if it's that leaf that, you know, the, the Ecuadorian leaf that he uses or what. Well, that's only on the Connecticut. That's not box spread. He's using uh, Corojo leaves from uh, Honduras. Yeah. Maybe it's that leaf. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it is. If you've never seen one, you'll know when you see a CLE. You're like, oh, I ain't never seen no box press like that. But uh, we got to talking to him and we asked him and he's, you know, he started talking about how you can get a different flavor from a box press versus a regular just... Parejo? Yeah, Parejo. That's a classic round cigar. Pretty sure that's the proper name. If I'm wrong, please correct me. You but know. Uh, he said, he said, put both of those in your mouth and smoke them, and I promise you, you'll get two different flavors. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how in the world? You know, of course, I didn't put two cigars in my mouth no. and smoke them, but, you know, curiosity always kills a cat. Maybe one day, you know, I'll get to do that. But so he does do a line to um, show that as an example. So for you don't, for y'all that don't know, Seal or Christian also does Asylum cigars as yeah. well. He blends for them at his farm, and Asylum makes a, a cigar called the Mandula Oblongata. Oblingata. Mm-hmm. I always think of Waterboy when I hear that. <laughs> gotta get him, Max. He got all them teeth and no toothbrush. But uh, <laughs> the Mandula Oblingata. <laughs> it's not an alligator, but um, I think it's a box of fifty. Which Asylum, I think, does a lot of box of fifties. Yeah. I could be wrong; could be a lower box. But I'm pretty sure it was a box of fifty. He said, and half of them are Parejos, and the other half were box press, and it's the same blend. And he says you're going to get a different smoke or a different flavor from each one. And he doesn't know exactly if that's from the airflow or what exactly, um, but he does believe that it is different, and that's what that whole box is about so if you're that interested in it go ahead and if you're able to you know get one of each if possible well he gave us one each to sample for free of the mandula but he didn't have no oblongatas so now i'm just be able to smoke the frejo but i might save it until i can get a hold of an oblongata uh, you had to get that and see if you, you can get a different flavor in it. yeah i don't know if they i might sell them single our shop doesn't yet maybe they will now but um, I think it is pretty interesting. So just to look out for that, if you're curious in that, um, by any means. Yeah, a little bit on the history of his uh, farm and stuff. You know, Christian used to work for Camacho, mm. right? And they then, owned it. Or yeah, him he and his it, dad, his brothers. Yeah, they owned it. It was a family ownership, and then he left when it was 2012. 2012, he created CLE. I don't know if he left Camacho in 2012. Yeah. Davidoff bought them. I don't remember if it was in 12 or 11, but he started CLE in 12. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we did some research before the event just to kind of get to know Christian more and get to know 
his farms and where his tobacco comes from and this and that. And uh, we read several different things, you know, on how their farm only produces the grade A tobacco. And I don't know how tobacco grading works, but me knowing the alphabet, I would assume grade A is probably the top of the line tobacco. Yeah, I'm sure, though, that most big brands, though, are, are grade A, though, yeah. I would think. Um, but tell them about the award. So, Christian, um, his farm has actually received an award from Bayer. Uh, and if anybody doesn't know who Bayer is, it's actually... So, Bayer has, I guess, a, a, I know Bayer by the aspirin. Yeah. You know, your 81 milligram. If you have a chest pain, take you one. It's a medical corporation, pretty much. Yeah. And so, Bayer has a, I guess, subsidiary. I don't, I don't know what you call it. But they have a agricultural part. And this agricultural part of Bayer actually awarded them uh, an award for having such a, a clean facility. He said that um, they have doctors on site to take care of their employees and keep them all in good health. And they keep a very clean facility. Yeah. And to me, that's impressive because, you know, I don't I don't know about you, but I don't want my tobacco or me, to, whatever I'm smoking, to be thrown on the ground. Yeah. Drugged through the dirt, you know, and all that. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I saw Christian speak on in a in an interview. I think it might have been on the Long Ash, you know, um, was he was talking. Was that the Long Ash, or he was telling us about it? I don't remember. But uh, he was talking about employees, on how a lot of cigar factories only have employees for a certain amount of their line, and then they let them go, so they don't have a job for the full year. Yeah. He makes sure that they, if they start a job in January, they have a job until at least the end of Christmas. So they have full year work yeah. for whatever line they're producing at that time. He makes it just right amount to make sure that everyone he hired gets a full year so that they don't have to stress for that year about working and not know when it's going to end. I thought yeah. that was pretty interesting on how much he truly cares about his employees, you know, like going along with providing doctors, like yeah, he's really mean, creating a family atmosphere and it shows with the quality of his cigars, you know, they're so good. So Yeah, man. I mean... Yeah. This 25th year that we enjoyed, you know, it was a very good smoke from start to finish, man. I mean, it lit up no problem. I had very good airflow. We actually, we V-cut the cigar, and um, it was a, a great smoke. It burned for about, I'd say probably about an hour. A little over an hour, actually. Yeah. And I think, what is the MSRP on that cigar? It's like 15 bucks. It might be like... With some change, like 16 somewhere yeah. around the 15 16 bucks, um, maybe 17 at certain shops. I've been mm -hmm. to some shops where they hike up the price by $2 on every cigar yeah. compared to MSRP. I guess for convenience, I don't know. There's another shop like 15 minutes away, so it ain't that convenient. Yeah. Yeah, but if you guys ain't tried this uh, stick, y'all need to definitely give it a shot and, you know, let us know what y'all thought about it because it was a great cigar. I really... I, on my rating scale, I rated it a, a hard 90. And Chance, I think he rated it what a... I gave it a 91. 91. Um, and for ratings with me, I'm very uh, hard on ratings. Yeah. I've had some really good cigars. And uh, this one, a 91 is very high on it. Um, especially for, you know, $15. It was worth every penny yeah. on it. So, um... Well, let's talk a little bit about 
you know, the future of the channel and the things that we have planned and, and the growth that we hope to achieve. So those of you who don't know who maybe be listening to the podcast, um, we do have a YouTube channel as well called The Cigar Gospel, same name as the podcast. Um, we also have Instagram and Facebook and um, a Patreon. So yeah. uh, we hope to see that y'all subscribe to this podcast and to the YouTube channel. That would mean a lot for us so we can keep going with this and keep getting better and reviewing more stuff. Um Pretty much on this channel, we're going to be reviewing lots of cigar, lots of cigars and cigar-related stuff. Whether that's accessories, like I know there's some cutters we want to try. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do some lighters here and there. I know companies come out with these cool lighters, whatever. You know, we'll do it. Um, different uh, cuts. We'll do some punch. I've never done a punch, so it'll be my first time on here. Yeah. Um, V cuts and straight cuts, all the differences between that and see if we can see what Christian's saying between um, box press and regular and also on regular cut and V cut. Some people think that changes the flavor profile too because of the airflow. So we will test those theories out on here as well. Um, lots of cigar pairings, yeah. lots of with coffee, and we're going to be doing lots of different uh, coffee, especially craft coffee, and I'm excited for that. You know, we got yeah. some Black Rifle, some Death Wish. Big coffee um, fan here. I love coffee. And EMS, you learn to love <laughs> coffee really quick. You rely on caffeine quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, you get up at 3 in the morning for a call and got to come back and write a report before you get off. You're going to need some coffee staring at that computer screen. That was me this morning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah, the future of the channel, man, we really we really hope that you guys will stick around and, and watch us grow through the channel as well. You know, we're by far not perfect we're trying to learn as much as we can as well and we hope that y'all will kind of follow along the journey and join us hopefully in the future we get a big enough following we can do some lives and smoke with y'all review some cigars together maybe even say hey we're going to be drinking this and and maybe you can pick it up and you know review it with us as well yeah i'm excited for that part especially for our patreons at the Maduro level, yeah, um, which will be our top level. Get you know um, so many exclusives with us, and hopefully we'll get to hang out with y'all all the time. As you know, being a Maduro level, and uh, even if you're just a Patreon on the Connecticut or the Habano, we still have good benefits for y'all, and excited to share these things, and really looking forward to y'all giving us uh, cigars to review or recommendations. Mm-hmm. For cigars or coffee, whiskey, whatever it may be. I drink whiskey and beer too. You got uh, any recommendations on what goes good with cigars or what cigars you want to see us smoke? Please send them in. You know, we're here to, that's what we're here to do on the yeah. Cigar Gospel. And uh, hopefully to share the good news about how great cigars are and what they've done for our lives and what they could possibly do for yours. Yeah. You know, it's definitely been a plus in my life for sure. Yeah, as a new cigar smoker, you know, it can be quite intimidating, you know, when you start. And I know it was for me, you know, especially not if you, I can only imagine if you didn't have somebody, you know, like I was fortunate enough to have you to help me. But yeah. if you didn't have nobody, you know, kind of like, I mean, that could be very intimidating. It for sure is. I didn't, I was fortunate enough to have a, a mentor in a way that taught me about cigars as much as possible. And then he had another friend of his that worked there. That even knew more about him that had a totally different palate. And I would just pick his brain all the time on what he liked. 
Yeah. And um, just talk to them. Well, that's all we talked about at work pretty much was just uh, cigars at the time when I worked there in the warehouse. And it was a... Uh, I learned a lot from those guys. So I'm glad uh, to have that experience. Uh, Devin, if you're listening, thank you, man, for teaching <laughs> me about cigars and putting me on this. I'll never forget it. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, guys, I think with that all being said, we, we kind of just hope that y'all stick around. Kind of enjoy the channel, the podcast. If you have some time, check out our YouTube channel. We're hoping in the future to post one or two videos a week. I'm, we're going to be shooting for two or some, maybe three yeah. um, every week. We're going to be pretty consecutive with it and consistent so you can uh, have a good content. So you're constantly um, entertained and uh, up to date with the good news about cigars from us. And Looking forward to hopefully meeting some of y'all on here. Maybe an even in person one day. Um, so please just stay tuned. Thank y'all for listening, whoever listened, and for joining the Cigar Gospel community. And for whoever's a Patreon or join, we appreciate you so much. Um, thank you. Thank y'all. Y'all, y'all don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. Appreciate it.